are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. This is part two. We are still here since last week. I slept here for a week <laughs> so we could continue the show. We actually did both shows last week and we are airing our second show today. I am still wearing for a week now my outfit from Level Collections. <laughs> um, but we are still here in the studio of Maspia. Uh, I am joined by Ilan Kornblum. Hello. Um, I'm excited to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been me. a while. It has been a while. Last time I was in your house. It was in my house. Yeah. Well, it's still going to be in my house. Since the pandemic, we made the, st- okay. in, in the studio in my the house. The world is It's remote. crazy. And we were getting ready to like, you know, the studio was going to get organized, oh you know, and after the pandemic, and no hosts were going in. Right. And then this crazy thing happened. By the way, I had no idea. So I'll, this is an honest story. I was uh, just, you know, going through my phone like everyone does and scrolling and I, you know, I see a, a shot of Nachum, and I see his eyes are like tearing yeah. up, and I'm like, something. What's going on? So I press, you know, I press on it, and I hear, and he, you know, you hear him, and you hear what happened. Like, oh my god! Like, I've been in there. I've been in the studio. We did shows together, countless and, shows. And this is, it's, it's his home. This is. Uh, so I was, yeah, I was taken back, and so right away we posted on one of our Facebook group, guys. We need, he needs our help. So, you know, and, and last couple of days, you know, I've been seeing Nachum, and I never saw him this way. I never yeah. saw him he's that very, emotional, because he's, he's, he's a big guy. He's a strong guy, you know. And he's he, seen a lot of sadness yes. through the interviews, and he's been in Israel after attacks, and here yeah, and there, she's yeah. heard emotional so this, stories. This but is, so I saw it, I'm like, that got a little emotional, like, this guy is really, you can see it, you can feel it. And then, you know. Yesterday I saw he was a little better. I saw him, you know, time a little bit, heals a little. Yeah, I saw him getting a little bit more because I think he sees that people are coming to help, people are supporting, and I think he he knows it's going to be okay. You know? So many people reached out to me. Like first question, and I said this many times. Um, I've told this story many times. Is um, when people reached out to me, their first question is. How is Nachum? Was he hurt? Right. Because people were worried he was in the building, and right. I think that. And then they worried about his losing all the stuff because right. ultimately it's your things. And so long as you're okay, we didn't lose right. for shalom, right. for shalom, right. That's the know? most important. So it was, it was just, it's so scary. In one second, your life can change. Yeah. You know, no, it's, it's, we, took, we, we don't, I've learned a long time ago in the last couple of years, don't take life uh, you know, for granted. Every no. day it's a blessing and I see it and, you know, you and Masbia, we're here. We, we, we know how, you know, those who are less fortunate and in need, um, how lucky we are and, and how nice it is to, to help support. So, absolutely, life is precious and it needs to be celebrated and lived to its fullest and, and wherever you can, give. Give, give and, and help out and get involved. Absolutely. It feels get good. Involved. It feels good. I, I even wrote something last week. I'm like, I'm selfish. It's, it feels good to give. Right. You know, it really, it's something that you're helping. And so it feels you good. You get a high. You get a Absolutely. high when you give. A Absolutely. lot of people it's... say, like, people just do chesed. You know, sometimes chesed is all about making yourself feel better. I mean, you are helping someone else, but it's that high that oh, you get yourself. Like it. Get high by helping, That's, you know. It's, it's the best. <laughs> I and mean, I, you know what I meant by that, get high. I meant get <laughs> high from helping people, not any other. Yeah, but it's, uh, thank God. Thank God we, we have the opportunity. Thank God we have organizations like Masbia that allows us to give, to, to be a part of it. And you don't have to give monetarily, you know, all the time. You can give to donate and your time and and resources and come down so it's uh it's amazing and we're surrounded it's amazing by amazing what, what alex did and and later on in the show if you didn't watch last week's show you're going to want to watch on the youtube it's fun that we have a youtube channel that people can see cool. not only hear us but they can see what's yeah, yeah, going on correct. in this yes, room yes it's fantastic sure. I, i'm like you know when we just when i walked in here this morning oh, well, which was yesterday last week you <laughs> right. know time is um well, like, they want to do the show in the office. I'm like, nah, this room is yeah, yeah. amazing, yeah. amazing, nice amazing. Nice and chilly, like a, you know, well, restaurant, a, a restaurant refrigerator. It's a I hope you like grape juice. I do have my must be a sweatshirt nice. here, but I'm talking Swag. a lot, so I'm, I'm warm. Yeah. So um, I have my must be a sweatshirt if in case I do get chilly. Okay, so let's try a little catch up on what's going on yeah. with you. Everything's good. How's the restaurant scene doing you know what? It's, after the pandemic? It's, I'm going to say post-pandemic because I like to right. say that. So we're, we're still feeling it. There's no question yeah, that. Yeah. You know, the restaurants, 
um, are still going through a lot. There's a lot. We'll talk about what are the obstacles now they're having. Yeah. But, you know, certainly it's gotten much better. No question. I And again, these Facebook memories that pop up is like, I get oh so my many with God. <laughs> I'm like, this is how life was. And, and again, take things taking for granted, you know, what we can do now to go out to a restaurant and enjoy and, and, and you know, be uh, able to celebrate. But yeah, so thank God the restaurants are, are doing nicely. Florida, which you just came back from, is open wide for the last couple of years. So they're I, doing I great. I don't think it ever settled down there so during the pandemic. So it's not seasonal anymore. So they're doing great. And and thank God New York, because, of the, you know, the mandate, um, you know, the, was lifted. That's helped. But, yeah, certainly people who have not been able to go out for all these years are now going out. People are celebrating. People, it's nice weather now. People are enjoying the restaurants are, you know, are, are definitely busier than it was. Uh, obviously, with a lot of shortage that you, you well, hear what, about. What are the shortages that the restaurant owners are telling you about? So there's a chicken shortage, no question. That's, why, why is there a chicken so shortage? So there's a supply chain problem. Okay, like again, the it, tracking and the gas and the feed of the chickens and all that? It goes from the top all the way down to the bottom. Shipping Us being things. at the bottom, I'm just saying. <laughs> the customers at the, the bottom. Cu- the customers at the bottom. So, you know, it's anything that's being shipped, freight, is, is being held up at the port. Um, there's just not enough workers shifting, you know, the, the chickens, some... You know, there's like some uh, flu or something. The flu the that's that the, the, the might have a the percentage. Chi- the chickens have got corona now. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But but it's inflation. You know, oil has gone up. Flour, um, all the you know costs have gone up. So the problem now is a lot of restaurants are dealing with, you know, high costs. What do they do? Do they raise the price on their customers? Do they keep it? Do they lose le- lose more? So yeah, that's a big obstacle. It's almost honestly, it's almost now. You know, a different kind of obstacle that they had with COVID. Now they can open. Now they can have people, but they can't feed them. Some sometimes meat is what comes first: the chicken or the egg? Pardon the pun. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you know it's easier to get meat and eat that burger. But again, they're they're working out. It's a lot of restaurants are going to the supermarkets and cleaning them out uh, to get chicken. And so, but I know a restaurant that went to uh, to uh, Costco to, to get to get um. To get chicken. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get y- all my... Y-W? Ch- or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I, <laughs> I, for my customers, I cook for 23 families for Pesach. I only, I always got, I don't go to wholesale. They're not going to give me chicken. Right. I don't eat that much chicken. Um, but I go to Gomeglad and thank God they've been able to get for yeah, me. Yeah, most of the supermarkets, especially the big ones, and they have a lot of volume and they purchase it many times. And so, yeah, they're going to have, and so you should be fine. You, you know, God forbid, you know, again, we take things for granted. Okay, so we can't get, you know, all chicken, you get a little less, you get you substitute and again must be uh, you know, they're they're amazing. They're amazing. We're gonna have a whole it. we're gonna have a whole cooking segment on what right. to do with when you're in a pinch and you don't have what you need right. and the supply chain is messed up. Right. We're but gonna again, do you, that. You, you know, you improvise and you're able to do it. it Pesach will happen. And a we'll Yiddish cup. A Yiddish cup. Yes, we have we'll, smart we'll heads, you way. know. We have smart heads. We're yeah. gonna figure this out. So so what restaurants are going to be open on Pesach? I know, I I know about the Boca ones. Okanember is going to be open. Okanember, Carmela's will be Carmela's, open. Carmela's, yeah, and make reservations now. Yeah, doesn't hurt. Two weeks. You're listening to no, this. It's two weeks away. So, one, no, it's week one week away. One week away. When they're listening right. to the show for Homo our super size. And, right. So yeah, we we have a list by the way that we put uh, together called kosherpesach.com. Can't get easier than that. Kosherpesach.com. And that has a list of you know. Dozens and dozens of restaurants with menus, with hours, with details, with you know all the information. So anywhere from Florida to New York, um, you know, soup markets. And so, yeah, go, go to that. But a lot of restaurants, thank God, again, especially for the last couple of years. This year, especially Colomo, it is a full week, you know. So it definitely pays for some of the restaurants to open. Right, right. But you have Le Marais and you have 18 um, and, you know, Italia's, of course, and, you know, have Tom Tove is open. Uh, so a bunch of restaurants that are, that'll be open and good time to, you know, visit and, and take out and figure it out. You know, it's going to be busy. It will be busy. And yes, make reservations. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to Atlanta for pizza. Oh, it's awesome. I can't wait. Bruce Backman's a superstar. Yeah. I love him. It'll, have, it'll be nice. It's again, with family, you know, it's funny. People say... You know, a couple of years ago when we had to stay home, 
And, you know, they said, wasn't it nice to be home for, yes. pay, for Pesach and with your family? And, and use like, the Yemi Nachman's cookbook. Right. So I say, yeah, it was nice. I'm home Shabbos every, you know, and I <laughs> and I get to enjoy my family all the time. And, and we get to spend Shabbos every Shabbos. But it's nice to go away. Right. So thank also, God. Also, some people, some people were saying I was uh, on Rabbi Goldberg. From Ephraim, Gold, yeah, po- pod, podcast um, behind the bimmer last week, and and we were saying that you know like it's some for some people it's their family vacation. No, all the cousins get together absolutely. with the grandparents from all over, and you know people. Hopefully, we're back to that, just being together. No, the, all this, all the programs are sold out. It's especially Every, right, Florida, nice. Cancun. Bahamas and Costa Rica. Um, Is that where you're going with Costa Rica? Yeah, Very yeah, nice. Bahamas, so Effie? Done. Yep. Okay. You Hi. Afi, Afi. Afi, Afi, Afi. And yeah. Halit and, and all that. So we're, we're Lizzie Savitsky. And so, yeah, a lot of, we're looking forward to it. And yes, it is a time where, especially myself, you know, it's vacation. It's, we work all year long. It's time when sometimes, you know, we, you had the, the Gonzales last week. Um, you know, they're, they're going with their whole family of 30, 40 people. And got, you know, so they had a, a passing in the family. It was very hard. And, and now the family can get together. Yeah. And, and really is something special about getting together on Pesach and having a Seder, no matter if it's your home or Bahamas or, you know, Florida or Atlanta. Spending time with the family, there's nothing better. You know, it'll be a nice Pesach. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. There's, there's really, it's definitely changed. It's not the same Pesach that, you know, it used to be like everyone, everywhere. The whole Orlando scene is Oh, my God. Yeah. The, all that the, was, I think that was a big shift. Yeah. Yeah. A lot um, of the villas. It was go, already growing in the right. direction for the last, say, 10, 15 right. years. But now people try this. Orlando thing, and then it's like, whoa, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's a great. You get buy a mansion, and you get you rent a mansion, and you, <laughs> you know, and you uh, you with five different families with twenty different rooms, and it's amazing. It's, yeah, Doug Sokoloff, he does yes. an amazing white glove service yeah, programs from when you land in Orlando till when you leave Orlando. It's amazing. He can do everything for you, and there's um. Bobby Pesach Delivered, I can't remember, PesachDelivered.com. Their trucks are going, either yeah. went down or are going down. It's a scene. All the stuff. It's, it's really, it's like months in advance planning. and uh, I, it's, I've been talking about Pesach for like six yes. months. And people are like always ready to kill me till like February time. Even right. in February they're ready. But now it's March and now it's a week away. I'm like so happy the world has caught up to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and this year it's a little later this year so we've got a little bit. I got a little bit more time. Yeah. I got, yeah, there's a, a lot, a lot, a lot. That's a lot more time, but a little yeah. it buys me a little bit more right. time to like breathe, especially this year. I'm making a wedding soon, so oh, I need thank you, thank you. It's very exciting, and more time to push the book. Um, I hope awesome. that I didn't talk about it on the last show, did I? ZK, um, that I wrote the Pesach book, it's now Great. five years old, amazing, huh? It's crazy, it's like a baby. That's it's it's a baby. It's, I feel like making up. a cake, and you yeah, know. no, it's an accomplishment. I, I remember when I did the magazine, it's there's nothing like holding. Your work, right? And people, you know, appreciating it and sharing it, and and this is this is you know all this work went into it. And I, I bought this book down because if people donate to Maspia, you can get if perfect. they give a certain amount. I'm not sure whether you can get it. Alex will send you a copy. Perfect. It's, oh, all, oh, it's perfect good all year Pesach. round, and it's good. Or you see, it even says aside for recipes you want to make perfect. all year. That's our that's awesome. our our catchphrase. Let's talk about the beginnings of you know you haven't been on the show in a little while, yeah. um, and we have always new listeners. I always, I always find. So, so let's, let's talk about, hi, this is Ilanka. <laughs> um, he started a magazine. Yeah, uh, 20 years ago. Is it 20 years? Been, yeah, it's been, I just remember 2002 was when I first started and thought about, you know, doing something like this and yeah, hustled. I was doing, I was taking pictures before it was cool. Right. You know, before anyone was doing it on Go Facebook. Go with a big camera. Yes, I still have it. I was but, just telling someone about your beginnings. Yeah, so that we started and uh, thank God magazine was great. I hustled. I Went to all different restaurants. I went to Paris and London and Israel and South Africa and South America. And You went you know, there? I went to all these places. You went to South Africa? Yeah. I didn't know you went. Yeah. Well, I was there even for my brother's wedding. But I've been to South Africa. I love South yeah. Africa. Cape Town. Oh, love it. The most, one of the most beautiful countries Table in the Mountain world. Cable Mountain and <gasps> Head. I, I, mm. I went up there. So, yeah. So, I started with a magazine and uh, thank God it was very successful. I had a website. And then about 
eight, nine years ago when Facebook groups were getting big. And I said, this is great because this we can have a community of people that can talk to each other. So it was too much to do both. Thank God things were moving so fast and putting the magazine in and menus change and restaurants open and close. And to do a magazine, which was a yearly, was, was a lot to do. So I put it to the side and I started this Facebook group. And thank God it's the largest food group in the world. It is? Um, yes. It's the largest kosher food group in the world. 67,000 members. It might actually be in general. Is there a bigger non-kosher food group? I don't know. I don't. You're, it it's could be pretty big. It's pretty big. Yeah, Facebook groups. You know, you gotta. It's you gotta work hard every, for every member that comes in. And yeah. thank God, we we you see it. You know, you were the, one of the first. I, I, I always say I'm number six. Number six. <laughs> and so yeah, we talk about food. We talk about restaurants every day. It's it's real. It's you know a lot of action. Openings, closings. We talk about industry stuff and restaurants, and yeah. And if someone's l- coming in from out of town, right. like they'll put up like, "I'm going to Paris. Right. Um, what restaurants should I go to?" Yeah, I think and that's amazing. It's a great. It's honestly better than Google. It's literally and then everyone. A it's search. real life. It's real life comment. And you get real. And again, you get real. Right from feedback from other customers have been there and you really get it's, it's like crowdsourcing and, and word of mouth on steroids how do you deal with someone's negative like if someone goes Ugh, I just went to XXX restaurant and it was terrible right. how do you deal with that so, you know you and I are sure. both really positive people like yeah so I would never write publicly right. forget that I'm a foodie right but um, it's not my nature to bash right. someone publicly so you know you, you either got to walk to walk talk to talk I think you know if someone has a bad time, I'm going to reach out to them. If I see, if I, they either make a post you know, or comment or message me, I'll take care of it. I'll try to resolve it. I'll put in the time. So you know, so one person has a bad time, okay, we, we want to make sure what happened. Resolve it. Maybe you know, something happened. Uh, one time someone you know, having a, a bad time doesn't make it that someone else is going to have a bad time. On the other hand, someone has a good time doesn't mean that the next person is going to have a good time. You, you know, it, it's, everything is relative. It's not a science project. It's, it's not an equation. So we, we, we try to figure out, if you had a bad time, I'll help you. Okay, I'll spend the time, reach out to the owner, and we'll try to resolve it. And most times it's resolved. Most times it's a misunderstanding or I didn't realize. You know, it's almost like you know, don't text or don't post Right after. Wait till the next morning. Not and, in and, the heat of the know, moment. And, and think about like, okay, what? how should, best should I approach it? And again, reach out to the – first of all, reach out to the restaurant owner there because then they can fix something. Right. If they do – if you complain the next day, you, you can't get another right. dish. You know, they can't – it's going to be more complicated. The, the chef probably feels bad. I know I put so much effort and love into right. my food. If something went wrong, was that, tell me right yeah, away. I'll, I'll send you another one. They're doing you know? thousands of meals and mistakes happen. And if, if you speak to the manager and say, guys, this is well done. This is too rare. What would you rather have? Be upset at the, at the dish you know, and not eat it? Or, you know, and people say, oh, I don't want to make a scene. Literally say, sir, my, my steak is raw. Oh, no problem. We'll get you a new one. That's all it takes. Right, right. You know, instead of complaining and I had this. And, you and know. so public. It's such an engaged forum to its credit. Right. But it's very public. It's a so lot of responsibility. Like... It's a lot of responsibility and I don't take that lightly. And again, I know you don't. You do it amazing. It's something that we care about. And again, I've seen so many situations where it's not exactly how it is. There's two sides, three sides usually. His side, her side and the truth. You know, yeah. and somewhere in the middle and, and usually it gets resolved. And so we don't want anyone to leave unhappy. Owner doesn't want that. I don't want that. You don't want that. So, Klagisro doesn't want that. So, try to you know try to speak up. You know, I always say if you don't speak up at the restaurant, you shouldn't be speaking up publicly. Because you had a, right. you had a moment. Yeah. Reach I out to me. So that's. But thank God, people are. I think more respectful now. I think they realize, especially how hard it is. You know, for the hospitality business. Especially and I think we're now. learning. We're learning. You know, I think people understand it more. What's the future for the? Restaurant, kosher food. I think ghost kitchens are. are What's big. it called? Ghost kitchen. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, what yeah. is a ghost so kitchen? Ghost kitchen is literally a hole in the wall. You know, <laughs> well, you take like a little and, space, and it's delivery, and, and it's not dining. It's delivery. You, you have a small space. You make all different kinds of. It happens already. You don't really realize. In the kosher world. Yes. Who's doing a ghost there's kitchen? In Englewood, there's Taco uh, 105, and there's. Um, a few others. There's in uh, Vegas just opened Bucher Burger. I could do one. 
You can do one. So here, order in. Literally, it's you have. I have that for Pesach. It's a ghost. Yes, kitchen. It, exactly. <gasps> and you have it. It's a I business. And you have you have DoorDash delivering Kenham grape juice for Masbia, and DoorDash will deliver your food to people, and that's it. They have no idea you're in a small little kitchen, but it's, it's delivery. So that's that's a big thing that's going to happen. I think, you know. So that's and you the, don't really need hashkacha. You just have to check out the person's kashras. Well, you do your own research. Right. Well, you should, and they, they do. They, you will, you can have hashkacha. You can have a small kitchen in a you know commissary. So we would like to have a hashkacha. But again, if small, if it's a private chef, sure. But for these ghost kitchens, are real. There are there are restaurants. They have a menu. Oh, it's real. It's a real. Like, it's not it's, like my house. It's a, it's a real you know kitchen. Where it's just not dining, and they have you can and the different cuisines, and they literally have like a restaurant for each cuisine. So it can be called Chinese, you can get Indian, you know, uh, Israeli, all called different restaurants, but it's all from the same kitchen, and they're just sending food for through delivery. So interesting, and it's, it's been happening. So that's that's I think a lot's going to happen, and I think uh, you know outdoor dining. Is certainly going to be well, here to stay. Especially it's warm right. now. It's warmer in New York. More, more I've always loved outdoor dining. When if we go to Miami, it is just Oh, fantastic. nothing like it. Nothing like it. So I see more of that. And just in general, I think, you know, online ordering and apps and, um, you know, just video and, and all that. So there's a lot of different things that are going on, um, you know, in the industry. I think the, the, the restaurants are getting better. I want to see more ethnic cuisines. Um, coming up more, so that hopefully we'll see we'll see what's going on with that. You know, just a lot of a lot of you know cool stuff going on with uh, new ingredients. So I'm looking forward to it. We're in a great period. Pesach has got. We had on last week on the show had Shani Sideman from Keiko. She bought us some some really cool products. So all right, always feel free to try, guys. Try new products. Try yes. even if you're going away for Pesach. You know, go try something new, you know, try quinoa. something different. Try quinoa for Pesach, you know. <laughs> that's, like, that's like five years ago. I know, but I people don't, quinoa. you know. It depends on your masora. Because there's no masora for quinoa, people have a hard time wrapping their heads around it. Right, a sushi quinoa, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I like the raw fish, oh, sure. avocado, yeah. some mango, a little bit, maybe some like cucumber strips, yeah, spicy yeah. mayo, and... and um, Sweet sauce, oh. and that's yeah, that's this is, that's kosher. That's kosher. That's nothing wrong with that. It's yummy. Yeah, like, I love that. What do you have a favorite food? What's your favorite cuisine? I don't think I've ever <sighs> asked you that. You know, it depends what on the mood. I know it's like asking people ask me all the time. What's your favorite restaurant? No, no, no. no I'm not asking cuisine, you that. You know? Do you have a fa- cuisine? A cuisine. I I like Thai. I love Indian. I love Thai. Yeah, Indian because I don't get that that often. Really? So I really like is it. Is there an really... Indian restaurant that you can re- recommend? There's one in Florida. There okay, is? Sababa Grill. Yeah, and 123rd. What? Yeah. Yeah. I just went to Indian Night in Okinawa, yes, but did a yes, specialty right. night. So it was Indian do. inspired. Yes. So that's really the only meat Indian restaurant. Sababa Grill in Florida. North it's Miami. real Indian It's food. real Indian. But it sounds like Israeli. I know, I know. He, I think he was Israeli, then he went. He's going to call it Mumbai Grill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so that's cool. Where's you know, 123rd Street? It's right near So Heavenly. It's oh, I know right what that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I right love there. Shout out to So Heavenly. Lovely. Oh, she's she's awesome. a firecracker. That's also, that's more of like a, a Latin, you know. Latin inspired shoppers food. Yeah, really cool stuff. Delicious. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot. In, so I like I like to see more ethnic cuisines. Again, there's always, I'm always, listen, sushi or pizza or burgers. Yeah, sushi's and, main, so mainstream I now. Know, you can't have a simcha without sushi. Yeah, so. it's amazing. But I, yeah, I like ethnic cuisines. That's what, Bukharian food. And uh, Thai and that's Thai, what, yum, yum. Yeah. So I'm looking there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on. That that, that uh, it's gonna be a good year. It's gonna be a good year for restaurants and I think the summer. The summer is summer good. season. Anything people, new we need to know about? Oh, we've been talking a long time, Ilan. Oh, we could do the whole hour. That's it. We gotta cook something talk. with Masphia. Um what's looking forward to there's a new restaurant coming up, there's new Manhattan, there's new restaurant, there's which one? Come on. Can I say? There's like a speakeasy opening up. In Manhattan. Could you let me know when that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a cool place. Um, yeah, there's there's more restaurants opening up uh, again in Florida. Speaking of which, and everywhere, everywhere is popping up. So it keeps me very busy. Baruch Hashem. Yeah. Thank God. Ilan, thank you so My much. Pleasure. It is always fun thank talking you. food you. with you. Love talking shop. It's great. Have you been involved? What's your involvement with Must Be over the years? Oh, Must Be. I've been with probably the last 
15 years since I started. I remember, must be, um, I had my wife, uh, my uh, daughter come down for her bat mitzvah. Mom too. Uh, yeah, awesome. So we did a whole thing with Kenham grape juice and we donated, f- you know, money and food. Uh, and, you know, we've been, Alex and I have been pushing, you know, must be uh, if to uh, to everyone, all my my readers. They call must be a restaurant with without a, a cash re- yes, register. Exactly. So Alex loves that line. Perfect. So they, yeah, must be is great. Um, love what they do. They run to to help. You know, right. and I know you guys were there. Uh, we, I went to Kentucky. The, yeah, the, you know anything and Jewish, non-Jewish, um, anyone that can help. He's and great. anyone that needs Alex gets. Make yeah. sure that. You know, you're a human. We're here to help. Yeah, so it's an amazing organization, and I recommend to donate to them and, and really do uh, amazing things and get involved. You know, donate uh, your time, your your hands, and get involved. And he'll find the job for you. He'll find something. Yeah, there's always something to yeah. do here. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right, thanks for coming My on. My pleasure. We'll go, we'll go eat after. Yes, I always. Love, whenever I land on the show, we're like we're always trying to go eat somewhere afterwards. Sometimes I'm, I can join. Sometimes I can't. Yeah, I'm, there's plenty of pl- places to go. I'm always hungry, and we're in Brooklyn now. So let's uh, go on a little food crawl. I'm going to bring on the set now. Alex is going to cook now. Let's do it. Well, I'm not sure if Alex will, but joining me now. For the last segment of our two-part Super Size Must Be a Show, I'm going to have Alexander Rappaport, CEO, CFOC, everything, Chief Foodie Officer, is going to join us with Chef Ruben Diaz. He is the chef behind Must Be a. They have served meals every week under his careful watch and his culinary palate. Uh, and we are going to cook something up here that – will surprise everyone, including myself. Oh, my gosh. Hey, guys. Okay. Okay. Maybe let's move this book away. Um, ZK. Thank you, ZK. All right. What have we got here? Hi. Hi, Ruben. Here's a microphone. For, here. You hold the mic, Alex. Okay, Alex, come back. You put on that. I'm going to stand up. You know that this show I've been sitting on a... A box of ju- grape juice because I was too short for the t- the table needed some adjustments. We couldn't adjust the table, so we like in the equivalent of sitting on a phone book. Anyone remember that? Why am I tangled here, ZK? Maybe we're gonna need some grape ju- uh, ground chicken. Here? No, this is what we have here. We have already one pound okay. of ground chicken. All right. So I, I have here. We're turning the set into a kitchen. This is uh, some of my equipment that I bought from home, so we could cook up a storm today. Hi, Alex. What have we got here? Give me the mic. Okay, we've got a microphone for you. Um, okay. Welcome back to part two of our supersized show hosted by you. <laughs> Thank you. So we're here at the Masbia Food Reserve. And what we're um, going to show you here today, so you're, on, you're boxing a set. These... And um, you spoke about the chicken shortage. We're going to show how we stretch our donors' dollars and make sure that families can go and have a beautiful yumtiv, um right um, when th- there's a huge increase in cost for chicken. We actually placed our orders in December, and a box like this is what a family would get. So you can see here. This can is we chicken. see in? For those who are watching, yeah. and then I'll just what, so what this are we got? Chicken going? legs this packed is, in a pouch. Four this, legs. This four is four bottoms. bottoms. Yes, yeah, so again, that, that, so a few packs of those. Then there's chicken bones for those who make chicken soup. Yeah, right? fantastic. And then there's what we have: chicken ground. Chicken ground is what we're going to show you the recipe. So what they do in the plant when they um, take the carcass. So wait, so <clears throat> this looks like I'm sorry to interrupt. This looks like minced chicken, like what you would or minced. Chopped chicken, yes, like what you would like make uh, chicken meatballs from. Yes, right? exactly that. So, but it's chopped not chicken. It, 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 it it's is, not your typical. It is so. Usually, what people would do, they they would do it uh, um, before the modern technology. They would use the breasts for that. That's the white meat of the chicken, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that would be a very dry texture in your mouth. Now, what the, the companies learn to do, they take chicken bones, like what you would use for the soup, yeah. like a pack of chicken bones, and they, they put this into a processor and it debones it. 
So, so they, they take have a the centrifuge. They take, yeah, they oh. take just the bones, or yeah, do they take so the whole the, chicken? The, the bones, just the bones. So right? the chicken scraps, well, the yeah, carcass bones, yeah, and they shake it down until they get. They spin it around, uh, yeah, and, and all the bits. You know when you eat chicken, and you have all those bits near the joints that don't get off, and you don't want to eat it off. Yeah. So, so these are. So the, that's what this is made of. So it's all the like scraps. Am I scraps, getting this right? The scraps yeah, it, of the. Anything yeah. that we are wasting nothing here. Wasting nothing, and so we're getting a very good deal on so them. So this is all the, the box, meat so that was left on this. Exactly. Look, let let's compare it. Yes. There's actually quite a bit of chicken uh, left, left on, on the, the bone. bone. So this process takes all that leftover chicken, and you can get enough to make a package so you can make real food. Exactly. <gasps> and Ooh. and we gave this out last year, and people kept calling us and because it's like a nice darker color because it's not only the white it's the white and the dark are you sure it's chicken it's not beef because it's so moist and so delicious because chicken and bottoms it, are the best it, it, i like the bottoms so so what we um, are encouraging people is you can now buy these in the supermarkets as well um, they they call them chicken grind mix or 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 things like that they 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 sell them for those of us who eat the falcha fish which is yeah. kind of made gefilte fish out of chicken or um Eat um, chicken patties, also known as for the Hungarian Jews as fashirt, fashirt. So my grandmother used to call it kotletten. Kotletten, yeah, okay. So, the, so, so we have Chef Ruben here. Hello, uh, uh, Ruben. So you, you so prepared some some so of the. Let, is, is this so the, we're going to make some. We're going to make some. Is this food the kotletten that that, that yeah. something like that? So, so Ruben just did it over there. And oh it, God, it, 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 so almost, it almost smells like the what is it the, the schmaltz things the the the, the chicken skin. Um, oh, I'm gonna eat that. Yeah. Okay, let's put this down here. Let's cook. Okay. We're so gonna here, cook now. Here, you're gonna have to move that. So this is a, a sample box that, that we ordered five thousand such boxes now ahead of Pesa. So people get a little bit of everything in that box, and they're stretching it with this. What's it called? Chicken mix. Chicken mix, and 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 um, so what Chef Ruben did, and we actually published a little recipe book with the help of Jordana Herschel last year. Um, so you can see there's a bunch of li uh, little recipes in them, how to use it. And there's and there's photos. It's got a little thing, so people who come who get our food will also be able to like make a, a even like a, a what do they call this uh, carb-free matzo balls or uh, falcha fish. Or, I really want to try um, the falcha fish. Okay. Is that Mrs. Rappaport? That's your mother or your wife? Um, um, yes, yeah, that's my wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we're I'm going to try this. Wow. Cool. So every every family that gets food from us will also get this booklet, so they know how to make use of it. So one of the one of the challenges is that um, is, is to make to make sure the consistency is kind of like nice and stiff. So Ruben, okay, uh, let me let me open the fire. This is down. Down. Okay, you want to add some oil? Okay. So, hi, Reuben. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much. How do you come with up us. with all the to cook for all the whole year? Must be a well, all the ideas of cook is where when we don't have food actually. <laughs> so <laughs> so he has chopped every week. So you you had last week uh, Rachel uh, on the show. Galter, the mystery basket, right? And so, so kind of for Reuben is whatever we get in all the time. That's what he's got to work with. That's what we and you don't always know what you're getting, right? What's exactly. This is because Tilly Harvest Food Bank sends us random items. And What's been the hardest food item to? Like something comes and you're like, oh my God, what are they going to do with this? Rutabaga. It's very hard to do it. It's very hard to put in a plate and make Ruda, sure that people... Rutabaga. <laughs> what, what, what is it? It's like it's a soup vegetable, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a root vegetable, very like orange brown, and it's very hard to cook. A lot of people sometimes when we give in the pantry, a lot of people don't know what it is, and they don't know actually how to cook it. So actually, we send recipes like a mash of rutabaga, roasted rutabaga, put a rutabaga in the soup. Is a lot of with the food you Rude can about create. Rutabaga cookle. Oh, maybe it's, one day, Ruben. <laughs> actually, it's the same with these. We are, we are we have here a very simple recipe. Okay. It's ground chicken. So it's we that package. That's yeah. that's the package so, that we got. Yes, that was in, in the, the package. Box. Okay. So it's, it's, it's simple. For every pound of uh, ground chicken, you use half a cup of a uh, matzo meal. Or yeah, you or can potato use starch for those who don't use gebracht, so so we can have uh, the recipes in here. Yeah, yeah. One egg, salt, pepper, and for sure you can add some parsley or. Is that this? No. Yeah, this this one. Yeah. Um, is, what are we making from the book? 
I, I believe it's this one. Okay, here. Yeah. So, the, so we, we, this one has potato as a thickener. This one has matzo meal. The one we're using, okay. they, they interchange. We want it to be a little bit stiffer. It should be able to get a little better binding, like le, less of a, like a slimy texture, more okay. of a thickened I'm gonna, texture. I'm going to make like a little plate here from the okay. paper towels. Okay. But the good thing about these ones is you can combine it with whatever you want. You can put it guacamole on top and eat it as a snack, or oh. you can put a small salad, or you can put it on top of mayonnaise, or even if you can make it like a like a sticks and dip it in the in, the, in Italian sauce. Oh, yum! Like so marinara sauce. So you can do it. So oh, show us the inside. Great. Break one. So well, I'm going to eat one. Okay. Eat one. It's very tasty. It's delicious and. You know, it's good and easy to do at home. Okay. So we make these patties. Um, we we um, kind of, again, we want to have the consistency of a beef patty. So we do, but you can do it without any thickener. For those who don't want any carbs in it, you could just, it could be the, the chicken and the egg, right? And that's it. Oh, and it's nice and hot. These are so good. I love these pans. Listen to the sizzle. We love to sizzle. Okay, I'm going to lower the heat because it does go fast. So, so actually one of the things here with this is you it, it takes a little bit to brown it. You have to give it some, you know what I mean? You have to let it get a little crust, a little, you want that little extra um, chicken smell on it, you know, when, when you have your, you know, your, your chicken crusty uh, flavor, you know, all the fancy chefs have all their uh, chicken stock in the, in the, uh, yeah. in the reserves. So kind of you want that chickeny flavor here. So. so so, just a little shout out to the pots and pans that we're using. This is actually called Phantom Chef. It's really well priced. Someone even told me you can get amazing, amazing savings, but you can also get it uh, online. Um, fan, I have to, I think, phantomchef.com. They're really good pots. I, actually, I use them for Pesach and I use them for my chop competitions a lot. And you'll see it's so good. Um, and my, my Kalima from... Um, people always need Kalim for Pesach. Yeah. The kosher cook. And Naomi 10 saves wow. you 10%. So everything's red because it's flashic. Okay. Should, should we take a look? Does it cook fast? Does it cook fast? It, it, it's it, cook it, fast. It, it gets fast, but I would like to do it two times just so it gets can I, gooder. Can I try one? Sure, sure. Okay, we're going to... Go ahead. I'm going to try one. You did um, your shahako, so it's good. Yeah. And I am your Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very kids it's friendly. Yeah, it's um, just like a snack. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a snack. It's good. You can combine whatever. You can dip it in many things. It's delicious. Oh my gosh, really good. You can put a. ZK, we have breakfast, breakfast of chicken burgers. <laughs> You, yeah, can, yeah. you can put it between two portole, two portobello mushrooms. Yeah. And some guacamole, and it's gonna be delicious too. It's good. It's a little salty. Is that the maybe chicken or it. that's the salt? No, maybe yeah. I put a little salt. Oh yeah. no, I like salt. It's good. <laughs> no, but like salt, but it, it is an important thing, and people should keep in mind that when you cast your chicken, you do use a lot of salt, and mm. this might be the areas that will be exposed more to the salt. So people should um, salt a little less. It's really, really um, good. So, but you could do this with. Could you do this with regular meat also? The sure, same sure, kind of sure, recipe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it's is spaghetti and meatballs. Instead of meatballs, it's going to be chicken balls. Right. You can use it. I really like this here. For those who don't eat uh, meat right. and like chicken, I'll let you do it. <laughs> it's a very good option. It's very nice. Could you bake them or they don't work as well baked? Yeah, so there is a recipe for meatloaf as well there. There is a meatloaf recipe in the thing as well. Um, so obviously meatloaf is, is actually going to be better than your beef because it has a lot of moisture. Um, I always share my food with the cake. It's just, yes, it's flashing, just keep in mind. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's all right, it's Arab Shabbos yeah. when everyone's listening to this. Okay, <laughs> good toya mayo. Okay, good. Exactly. Okay, exactly. so, so, so mm. definitely, uh, so this is, this is something that's becoming more and more popular. Um, uh, people are like now calling for it. So people who got, came to Masbia and now they want to go and buy, like they had food from Masbia, they now go to the butchers and say, where is that thing? Because people really got accustomed to it. We started doing it throughout uh, the pandemic. And what happened is that people 
um, got used to it, and it's and it's something that is very economical. You can feed a large family, and and people people really were arguing with me last year. You're sure it's not beef? You're sure? <laughs> Maybe it's their other brand. That no, I said no. It's it's chicken. But but it's so good that people uh, um, and and again people can play with it. One of the main delicious things is meatloaf, but there's all kinds of delicious good stuff you could do with it. And you are putting it on. Um, can you put these recipes on your website? Are I think some website? of it on. Uh, I, I'll check whether they, they should be. We should I, put I, these I, on the I, website. I, 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 so we have a what, a lot of the recipes, Chef Ruben. Uh, and others posted like things for that needed a hack, like he he needed a little help to to do. We ended up. Um, um, you can come and join us. In it. <laughs> so 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 what what we we sometimes do to. I, I lost my thought I hear um, well, we post uh, yes yeah, so we sometimes post our recipes on our blog we have a blog area on our website we post the recipes to to the blog so th so this is chicken ground chicken um, as we have over here ground chicken we're giving them out um, hey Shani Shani is our sponsor for the show <laughs> representing oh, all the amazing brands Hey, Shani. Welcome back. Hi. Thank you. We're, we're, we're all getting again. tangled. Oh, well, it's our pleasure. I told everyone we're hidden here for a week. Right. Yes. We're continuing the yeah, show, our supervised uh, show. On the pallets. Yes. And Nelson got, looks amazing. Yeah, we can take these off. Here. No. Oh, do you, you not need a paper towel? He's a guy. He does like, oh, we're worried about all the calories. But put on the... <laughs> Yeah, that, the paper towel is going to get them all off. Yeah, right. We're going to be skinny because we use lineup exactly. with paper towels. Um, so Shawnee's representing all the incredible brands we spoke last week about, um, but now we're cooking up a storm over here. So we're all eating now. I'm going to try that. What am I about It's chicken. It's it's a chicken burger okay. made out of all the. It's out, I don't want to say scraps, but yes. so they, they had this mincemeat and they, when, when all the, you, all the chicken. chicken bones to make chicken, yeah. uh, so they take this and put it in the centrifuge and it peels off all the extra chicken mm -hmm. and it becomes a, a chicken It's like a patty, like a grind, like ground yeah. chicken. Yeah, but made up from all the carcass oh. chicken. Yeah, I know it sounds, it doesn't, it doesn't sound so attractive. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but we're foodies. We, well, you know, the I, know, I, I always say good chef wastes nothing. I'll eat anything. So, so what, what the thing is that over here, this might be white meat and this might be dark meat, so but it's it, a it's, mixture. But that's actually good. It's so, so soft. Moisture. Right, because you have the fat it. and the lean. Yeah, and the, and exactly. Right. So, so you don't have that dry, dry feel. It's way better. Oh, okay, all right, Johnny, try. And then she'll think of which great sauce made by any of their brands would go so well I with this. I have it already. You do? I'm just... Oh, this is really delicious. I know, right? It's also and freshly it's so fried. Moist. It is. It is very moist, and we need to. People need to be conscious to bring down the salt on it because it's a little because salty, but that's, that, that's the way, because it comes from the carcass area. Like people need to be aware that the kosher process does a lot of. So you have. Is it the salt? I'm tasting the co the kosher salt the from the kosher. The kosher. So, so you need to do a little, You need to have a little less salt mm -hmm. in it when when yeah, doing I put it. On, I put it too much. Yeah, he's like he probably went like this. We're overthinking it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's delicious. I tried, let's put this away in the box. Naomi, yesterday I tried the Manischewitz horseradish, the creamy horseradish. Oh. Yeah, okay. The Juanes. So, so he just said, Chef Ruben, Chef Ruben just said that we should use this and make it in a long form and dip. Dip. Yeah. Yes, dip yeah, it. Because yeah. it, like, cuts, it cuts Like the, on the, skewers. It, yeah. and, you can, and you dip it in, but it's like um, it cuts the saltiness a little bit because it's, it has like a, what's that, root vegetable, um, like a spicy. No, no yeah, when, yeah. When we, the word I'm thinking of... Uh, Umami Head. flavor. Yeah, umami, exactly. And it'll cut it. And this is delicious as it is, but that's my... Sure. Right, yeah, yeah. I thought of when I... When I and it was it. really simple to make because at Pesach time, we're always like looking for these great shortcuts. Take a few and, minutes. Just take a few and, minutes. And what, what you could also do is kind of like you, you could prepare this and, and uh, kind of put it in the freezer, right? It's a, it's a kind of... I would imagine yeah. that would freeze really well, but I would put it from the freezer to the oven to rewarm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe oh, spray it with some pan. What I meant, prepare it and put it in the freezer. I mean, prepare it as raw. Prepare oh, but you could raw. prepare yeah, it like this, freeze, right. and then so you could, yeah. then you could exactly. just. But when you reheat it, just go freezer, oven. Just right. make Don't sure defrost it. Between parchment, paper. parchment paper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I always say that's my best friend in the kitchen. It's oh, parchment yeah. paper. Worth being flesh over. Right. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. It's really delicious. The high bar. 
Yeah. Right. And, and like if, if you're really busy and you're running chalamoid around everywhere. Um, it's a great it's, lunch. It's a, it's a great it's lunch. It's a picnic and lunch. you could do the same thing and put a meatloaf into the oven and come back and it's all good. Right. right. Kind of like, um, so there's a lot of good ways to use and making use of uh, food, especially with the shortages. There's a lot of shortages in many things, but chicken, I think this year is What are the, the other shortages that we're finding, so, so, especially Pesach time? So so now with the eggs, give me the mic. Yeah, you so, can eat. So, so the, the, the mic is uh, the, the chicken and the egg, I meaning say chickens itself and the eggs that chickens produce. That's why uh, so, so eggs have tripled from yes. last week, from Monday to yes. Wednesday, went from $55 to already. $89. Exactly. It was, it, it was going down in February and now, boom, it skyrocketed. So it has to do a lot of, a lot of things together. One of the things is that there is a a, a flu going around in America. Yeah. So the, the way the government contains The birdies it, have got the flu. So, so, so when, when, there is, when there is a virus going around with humans, we, we, we make lockdowns. But what they do with the chickens, with the chickens they just into waste. the coop you go for six months. No, they, they waste them. Oh, uh, so like, that's the thing. So they're, so they're killing millions and millions of chickens to contain the flu. You can't do that to humans, but that's how they do it with livestock. So and that's the scary part. So that's why they're, 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 it's very sad. And a lot of it probably farmers, messes the circle of life everything up. Everything gets messed up. And that's why there's no chicken, there's no eggs, there's, there's a lot of that. There's like already uh, um, like over a dozen states that are affected by it. So they're really trying to contain it. And, and then after you contain it, the farmer starts all the way from scratch. And then you need to have hens to, put, to lay eggs and to... You know, kind of um, that sort of thing. So it's it's Start the uh, life cycle over again. Uh, yeah, so, it's so, crazy. So it really, it really. Is, so we're we're gonna we we're gonna get here a lot of eggs in this warehouse, and we're gonna send them out right away to the people. Uh, to the people, because we don't have a lot of refrigeration space. You know, um, in Australia, eggs are found on the supermarket shelf that I get refrigerated. Right, right. right. Uh, in, in, in New York, they're way fussier about the refrigeration. Yeah, yeah. People freak it. out when I tell but, them. But, I'm like, but, but okay. most people know the hack. They get a case of eggs and they leave it in their porch or something like that. Like, in, 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 or in uh, this room where uh, it's so cold. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, so things like that uh, people do. But then, then everything is, is up a little bit, but, but the, the chicken and the eggs, which is such an important part for Pesach, is, 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 uh, is one of the bigger things. Um, everything is, is a little bit up. We, we're, we're sourcing potatoes. Um, um, in the Hamodia, they have a whole write-up about this, where the, the Hamodia newspaper, where the, there is a potato wart issue, which is like a fungus that is in potatoes in Canada. So some of the people, some of the, some of the, the in November, the U.S. blocked some of the Canadian imports. So the less competition there is, the more the price goes up. It's not, it's not a big story. It's not as, you know, as tough as the egg situation. But even potatoes have a little of disadvantage this year because some of the sources that you, we were able to get from Canada is not coming in for this Pesach season. So there's, there's different smaller things. And then there's the whole, we're still, you know, all the COVID shortages stuff. And look, in America, we're at the end of the day quite lucky. The rest of the world is like still in COVID. We kind right. of like feel that, oh, it's behind us. Why is there still a drag, right? But it, the truth is, our food is coming from supply all over. The, yeah, right. and, and, and Are you find that finding supply challenges difficult with yeah, it within the cake? Uh, can we? Uh, we need mm -hmm. a. We didn't know. Okay. Can we hear? Yeah. Oh. Are you finding this at Keiko? Uh, supply chain issues from from materials to packaging systems to food um, to containers just. Be getting delayed to are there wine, all across the board, A to Z. Are there wine shortages? Do we know that? We'll have to ask Gabe Geller. Yeah, you have to have Gabe Geller come yeah. on and talk about the wine. Yeah, I think in terms of materials, there is material shortage um, from for glass and for you said for caps. Uh, it's and it's it ha it's happening now, but like the the ripple effect is going to be months because so you know the glass we shortage supply chain. It's you know it's laid out. You lay it out for like a couple years. Is this of Corona? The glass issues, oh. like wine, bottling wine, right? You so, so everything, uh, um, just so, so for now, I know in Eretz Yisrael in Israel they they have a big shortage of eggs because a lot of in, in Israel they they, they they don't allow um, eggs from they only have local eggs, but for Pesach they open up for Ukrainian eggs. 
but this year they they, they, they they can't bring it because of the war. Now, Ukraine is almost the, the breadbasket of the world. 30% the, um, of all the best um, fertile grounds in the world, outside of Israel, Israel is the best, but it, uh, the rest of the world, Ukraine is the most saturated good for grains and stuff. So Ukraine, I didn't know that until so, the so, war started. Yeah, so, so that is also going to affect. So if you buy flour before Pesach now, and you save it to make your chalas for after Pesach, because flour itself is not chametz, right? Flour is right. just flour. We don't use it on Pesach because we don't want to make it chametz, but flour itself, after Pesach, is going to be expensive. <gasps> Remember last year, the, the year of Corona? Back up on your flour. March, 20, 20, March 2020, April 2020, after Pesach 2020. There was a big flour shortage. I was doing a lot of wow, um, cooking demos uh, on Zoom. Uh, you know, there was nothing to everyone to do. So they said, do a Zoom cooking a class. And there was really not a lot of uh, flour. It's amazing we take these things for granted. Um, but even like when you go to the grocery store, I like to like, our kids just see an apple. And they don't, they've seen apple. They don't know, they don't know where it came from. They don't know where the farm came. It's good to show your kids and just talk about like these things don't just show up in the supermarket. Right. There, is, there are people that are invested in it and there's a lot that goes into just getting. And we're very lucky because we haven't dealt with this our whole lives. Yeah. I'm very into planting. I love to plant. And we've, we've done some atmosphere with family Jones. I have a nice patch in my garden. Your your garden has a beautiful patch, and you have the, the automatic watering. So yeah, yeah. when you go at the end of the summer to your patch, I mean, it's overflowing. Yeah, it's Baruch an Hashem, abundance. Baruch it's Hashem. very nice. And you have a, you have good sun as well, right? I, would, I have a very yeah. sunny spot. Also, yeah. that same spot, like if you know. It, 10, 20 meters, I still talk in meters, um, down is my driveway and it melts, the snow melts also very fast. Because wow. that happens to be that strip gets a lot of sun. So uh, wow, from the yeah. front of the back of the house I to the front of the house. I remember coming in, there's cucumbers and tomatoes and yeah, this yeah. and that. Zucchinis, oh, yeah, zucchinis, zucchini, yeah. a lot of zucchinis. Yeah. Um, yeah, we love to plant. I really encourage um, parents now that we're coming to Chag Aviv and it's Aviv, it's springtime, even though right now we're freezing. Um, to take, a, like even buying a tomato plant and putting it in a pot and with some soil, putting it outside and watch the, the miracle that Hashem does of growing a tomato. You wow. really don't have to yes, do a lot to a tomato. You don't, you don't have to do a lot. Hashem does it all. He makes uh, yeah. it rain. He makes it sunny. That's and you it. don't, the, even without a sprinkler system, tomatoes grow really well. And I think I have they learn the bracha well. Pesach one. Okay, all right, I'm ready. So I did it with my kids. So in my family tradition, we only eat anything that we peel fully. Okay. So we don't eat yeah. with the peel on Pesach. So even pe tomatoes, peppers, we peel them. Peel it, yeah, I've heard so, this. So, so you, if you go to any Chabad house on Pesach, everything is peeled. Yeah, they, they're uh, very careful. Yeah, so, 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 but how do you... What's the point of the peeling? The point of the peeling is because you don't know where the peel was exposed to, what was spritzed over it in the farm, yeah. and you don't know if there's any oil or something that they do, which they do it with a lot of, like every tomato you pick up in the store has a shine that, that came after growing. Every apple has a shine after growing. So, yeah. so there's things added. So it's a nice chumrah. You don't have to yeah, go yeah. for it, but it's a nice... Uh, so I told my kids, we have a hack. We're going to plant parsley... Um, um, and it's going to be ready for Pesach. We did it one did year. It? And now we can use the leaves. We don't have to peel it because we did it at our home. We monitored it. We, it's, ah, it so it's, it wasn't so exposed nice. to anything. It was our grown. So we overcame the, like, we don't know. Maybe it was exposed. It wasn't. We did it. You, you're the mashkiach. And you're, we did it. So it's like, I love uh, it. Yeah, it's a good, uh, okay. So that's my. Tell me how to do it in an apartment. <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah, can do it. On the windowsill. On the windowsill. Window yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he we, lives in Brooklyn, yeah. you know, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so the kind of thing we do it and you watch and you get it you know you put in the seed and it gets sprouted it's kind of and you see every day and just by pace you have it just a little bit and the point is at the end i don't even remember if we used it the point was to explain the reason why we don't peel it and uh, why, why why we don't need to peel and, and how you can overcome it um some of the food, yeah, some of the, the, the great stuff. Oh, this is amazing. So we're just bringing on some of the great Keiko products that people can use for cooking. You got the pretzel crumbs. This, is, this was amazing. Crumbs. We showed some of these last week, but we have our 
You know, Shawnee here. Oh, oh so doing this actually, you could kind of like, if you want to finish those Ooh. in the pretzel crumb, you know, you could take. A, could so you do this? Yes. Let's you, make one quickly with a pretzel crumb. Yeah. Okay, Ruby doesn't have any more gloves on. Can we? Can we? Can we? Yeah, we're just gonna here. Uh, Good. Yeah. We're gonna do a pretzel crumb. All fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's on. It's on. Um, what other challenges have you faced in the kitchen cooking so much? You know, it, well, in uh, either before the pandemic, during the pandemic, now post Pesach, getting ready for Pesach, pre Pesach, I should say. We had a, a big increase of uh, customers, yeah. so we was doing you a lot. Just outside, out, just covered. Just yeah, yeah, no, no, push it all the way around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Under cover, like it just does to make it more flavorful outside. Yeah, you I like inside it inside well? and out. Yeah. yeah. The saltiness of this versus this. Because uh, I'm wondering if it, ca it comes from the meat, you said. Yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't come from the meat. We just put in too much salt in the beer. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. yeah either way. Okay, fine. It's good. No, no, no. I put a lot of salt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Make it flat so it cooks faster. Huh. We've, got, we've got four minutes. And this is getting nice and hot. But people okay. are going to want to watch us. Okay, so, yeah. So, so this is... This is um, this is, so, so, so say this is this is Nangabrox. Oh, oh, okay. Let's talk about the pretzel. Yeah, he's running the show now. He's good. So he, we're he can be my co-producer. Nangabrox gluten-free pretzel crumb coating, kosher for Pesach. I was and eating all this plain. It tastes. It, it tastes. It's amazing. amazing. It tastes like the real thing. I'm I not this just saying that. I'm not a gluten-free person. Person. On <laughs> uh, Pesach, I am. But this is amazing. This is like um, an alternative you can use all year round, especially if you are gluten-free intolerant or celiac. Or if Naomi Nachman and you just want to eat crumbs. Um, but let's, let's go. Let's Guys, this is amazing. I'm serious. That's why I'm like, we got... Let me taste a little bit, Naomi. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. It's, it's excellent. I'm going to... I'm gonna. No, it's... We're going to do something fun with that. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Here, the sizzle. Okay. We got it. We're going to try this. Hopefully, we'll uh, be able to get this cooked up in the next, you know, put the mic three it. minutes. Yeah. So, so, so yes, it's going it's to nicely mm, chisel up. And, 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 yeah, but it, it, the idea is, uh, like you said before, if you put it on parchment paper, if you put an outer coating of something dry, it also kind of helps so right. it doesn't, doesn't stick. Okay. So, l let's go back to we were talking about some of the challenges that you're facing cooking or the or not even the challenges. What are you cooking? You're going to have a Seder in the Maspia? Yes, for sure. We're going to have a what Seder. What are you serving? What is Maspia going to serve in the restaurant with no cash register for this Pesach? So, so, the, 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 so there's the regular Seder stuff. There's the regular... Um, the microphone. There's the regular Seder um, um, uh, menu, right? The matzah and the stuff. But then there is the Shulchan Oirach, right? So what do you usually do? You give it like a nice salmon and you give some we're slices gonna, of avocado. We're going to give salmon. We're going to give avocado salad. Oh, avocado salad. That's gone crazy also, the prices. Yes, and, and then <laughs> the avocado is now you find like is two avocados for five dollars. I know. And then sometimes it's black in the middle. I know. And then <laughs> when you <laughs> open the it. surprise and you feel so bad because you yeah, yeah. avocado. Yeah, and then obviously chicken soup, right? And we have a little hack. So we want to make everybody comfortable. At, at our Seder, but there's people from so many different places. So we give matzo balls, but they're not matzo balls. It's chicken balls. Oh, so that's it's cool. kind of, it's non-gebrox, yeah, but it's those, easy who, you, yeah. those who need to have a... a <laughs> Two of us. Um, so we got the one-minute sign. Okay. Oh, it's okay. We're going to wait for this to cook. Okay. It's a super-sized show. It's our last show before Pesach. Okay, so we uh, what we what we do is we have a... What we call it a uh, carb-free matzo ball because it's made out of chicken. Keto-friendly. Uh, why, why, why would you... Isn't it cheaper to make matzo balls? Yeah, but some people won't want to have gebrox, right? Ah. So, so that, I guess it's both the gebrox and You're covering all... And the keto. And because we don't know the guests who come, what they want. What they, some people are used to having matzo balls. What they say, some people are used to not having gebrox. So ah, for okay. I love it. I love right? that. So, so, so they're, they're, he thinks of everyone, you guys. Yes. Like That's this, shocking. we give the choice so to everybody. And, and yes, and it, think it, it, of everything. Exactly. He's amazing, right? Kind of like yeah. trying to make sure that every minute is done. So, ZK, so. Uh, it's going 45 seconds. Okay, well, this is great. I'm going to start and, wrapping up. And if people want to join us and help us, we yes. go to masbia.org slash Passover. You can get help for the, uh, as well over there. And join the Harosa Drive. You could, which means you're going to donate. But if you need meals or you need help, with getting your getting meals and you know you know for those who are needy or you know someone who's needy please reach out 
Maspia is here for you. Okay, I just want to, uh, while this finishes frying, I'm going to thank, very, from the bottom of my heart, Maspia for hosting us today. To Keiko for always being there for us and being the sponsors of our What's Cooking segment. Literally, it's this right now. But all the great products that you have brought to us. Uh, ZK, thank you so much for everyone. We wish Nakam all the best. And we can't wait to see more things after Pesach coming up on the Nakam Siegel Network as a whole. I want to wish everyone a Chag Kasher for Pesach Sameach. We have music sponsored by our friends at all over this wall. Kedam, right up until candle lighting. All right. I'm just going to grab this out. We're going to end with me eating. <laughs> what else is meal? Okay. All right. This is made with the pretzel crumbs. Okay. Uh, uh, I wasn't ready. It needs more time. Okay. We're going to put it back in. We're going to finish after the show. Thank you, everyone. Have a good Yontif. Bye. Good Yontif and a good Shabbos. <laughs>